What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Whiskey Sessions podcast. This is Amats here with B Pimp. B Pimp, episode one. Fitty, how's it going with you? 150 episodes in, I can't believe it. And actually, it's fitting for a, such a momentous occasion. Number 50, the Admiral David Robinson, one of the great centers in NBA history. One of the very best. Yeah, he was awesome. Oh, Just a that. physical specimen of a man, you know? Yeah, I remember that when I was younger, being like, that dude's ripped. He was definitely ripped. I remember at the end of one season, he scored something like 70 points in the last game of the season to win the scoring title. I really liked that going for it. Yeah, that's I admire that, especially for being known as like a defensive stalwart before he routed out yeah. his game. Great, great player. Really good player. What I'm excited about is this is the last episode of the year. And so at the end of every year, we do our predictions for the next year. And I, I love this episode because it, it gives us time to reflect on what we predicted for last year and then go forth with 2023 and making predictions for that. So we're going to spend some time reviewing our predictions from 2022, then make our new predictions. But before we do that, this is the whiskey sessions podcast. So I've got a whiskey to try and one of, it wasn't a prediction, but one of the goals that we had for 2023 was trying more Japanese whiskey. So I know I tried one a couple episodes ago. I've got another one. This is called Toki Suntory whiskey. They spell whiskey, not with an E, which kind of bothers me, but I'll live with it. It's from the founding house of Japanese whiskey established in 1923. And it is 43% alcohol by volume. And honestly, it was pretty reasonably priced. Uh, so uh, I'm curious to see how it'll be. I've got it uh, in a glass on the rocks. I didn't open it ahead of time, which is always risky to do on the pot. <laughs> it's an aesthetically pleasing bottle. It's like a nice square shape. It is. I think so. It is 750 milliliters. Somehow it just appears to me to be smaller than that. Yeah. It seems not like the it's square shaped. It's like rectangular shaped and it's not that deep. Yeah. But it must not have that much glass taking up room for it's no. all whiskey in there. Or they're lying to me. Could be. That's the other possibility. That is always an option. The Japanese are very honest people. When we were there, Maggie left her phone on a bullet train and didn't realize it till several hours after we got off the train and we recovered it two days later at the train station. It was there. No one took the phone. Pretty impressive. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give it the sniff test. We've talked about Japanese whiskeys mimicking uh, scotches probably closer to anything else. That's also why they spell it without the E. Yeah. I got to say, sniffing it makes me think a little bit of a scotch as well. Yeah, the color. It's very light. It's got that, it is like, all translucent. Incredibly light. And, I mean, I looking at it through the bottle, I thought it was light. But this is, yeah, this is something else. This is one of the lightest whiskeys I've ever seen. It looks like a ginger ale. It does. For those out there in I, listener land. I will say, I've been doing a lot of whiskey ginger ales lately. That's been my go-to. It's a great drink. Hard to top. It is. I've been doing whiskey ginger ale, whiskey... Mexican Coke, and I did a little bit of whiskey Dr. Pepper the other day. Ah, I like that. 
Are you, do you go full, full Dr. Pepper or you do diet? Full. Although okay. I will say I probably would do diet next time. Cause I noticed Dr. Pepper is again, this has to do with like my taste buds changing as I get older. Dr. Pepper is like really strong. Yeah. Dr. Pepper is, I like it, but I mean, I think diet Dr. Pepper is one of the best diet yeah. sodas out there. I think maybe I'll do that next time. Cause I don't, I'm not sure I know what diet Dr. Pepper tastes like. I don't think I've ever had it. It's pretty good. All right. One sip. Letting it sit. Um, I feel like it must have been, it was a pretty small sip. Cause it's not hitting me in any particular way. Although I am getting a little bit of chest warmth, but from like the, uh, the initial taste itself, it, I didn't get a lot of anything kind of reflects the light color of none the of the whiskey, none of the earthy notes of a, of a scotch right off the bat. No, I got to say, I'm not sure there's any notes at all. This, it's like the movie Pootie Tang when he's <laughs> singing his song and it's just like nothing. Yeah. Those are the notes I'm getting right now. Okay. Caught me off guard there with the Pootie Tang reference. <laughs> <laughs> when is anybody caught on guard by a Tang? Yeah, that's an excellent point. Yeah. Um, second sip. I took a little more on that one. It, uh, it, again, it doesn't really have a whole lot of body to it. It is kind of sitting in the back of my throat. It's kind of, I don't always want to penalize whiskeys that don't have like too much to them, as long as they're pretty smooth and drinkable. And it's, this is drinkable. Yeah. I think I want a little bit more. Okay. And I can't put my finger on what it is. I I'll give it the third sip to make sure. Again, there's nothing offensive about this. But I, I don't want a milk toast whiskey to make it onto the smooth train. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's a, that's always a good barrier to having any mediocre whiskeys get on. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm going to have to give this the boot after that third taste. It's, it's not far off the smooth train and you could definitely do worse. And the price point isn't bad. I think it was, I think it was high twenties or maybe right around $30, which is about as good as you can get for a Japanese whiskey. Yeah. But I gotta say, it's not, I think it would be fine to mix with something, but just drinking it on its own again, drinkable, but there's nothing about it. That's saying, yes, I would like more of that. That's I, I respect that. Yeah. But you'll not be upset that you have that bottle to finish, but no, I, I can mix that with anything. I mean, actually it's so innocuous. I could probably mix it with seven up. Hey, there you go. The yeah. lightest cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you, well, I guess vodka cocktails are pretty clear. Yeah. If you do soda, but no, it's um, Maggie and I went on a, uh, an actual date last night. Mm. and everything which is like a billion dollars uh for two kids but uh, <laughs> yeah it was definitely a lot of drinking involved where'd uh, you go we went to a wine bar restaurant in san francisco uh called el lopo which wasn't as fancy as i thought it would be so we were almost kind of overdressed but the food was fantastic uh. we got like cocktails there um half a bottle of wine and then we went to another bar and got wine and cocktails and then we went to a third place uh called amelie which was like french actually i think the waiter was actually french unless he was like really good at a french accent and it was just i don't know it was kind of nice it, it's nice going to the city because it's just like a different 
Like we don't live in San Francisco and I don't actually know the neighborhoods of San Francisco all that well. So it's just fun to like explore new places. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. All right. So as we mentioned at the top of the episode, we're going to be talking about our top five predictions for 2023. First, we got to go over our top five predictions for 2022 and see how we did. And I know the year isn't technically over yet. So any, some of these could happen. That's right. Uh, but BPM for my predictions, I went one for five and here were my predictions. The Mariners are going to win the world series. They didn't do that, but they had a good year. They did. Joe Biden officially announces he will not run for a second term. That didn't happen. Uh, I predicted we were going to have another girl. We did not. We had a boy. Yep. Um, and I would predict that this is the year the podcast soars to over 200 listeners per episode. Also, it didn't happen. Although, we have some episodes with over 200 listens. Yes. But we'll get That's there. good. Yes, we will. The only one that did happen which was not even my prediction. It was made by my wife, Maggie. And uh, I don't know why I said it like that. Wife, Maggie. Made by my <laughs> wife, Maggie. Uh, <laughs> who predicted darkly that the Queen of England would die. And she did. <laughs> yep, Maggie, the prognosticator. You know what's funny? I don't know where Maggie was for the couple of days around her death. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I don't know something to investigate, <laughs> but <laughs> not giving any investigators, any ideas or anything. No. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we don't extradite to England. We're not. No. Them. We're not. Okay. How did you do me pimp on your predictions? I was also one for five. Um, my fifth, my number five was that the bears would clean house and they did uh, actually a couple of weeks after that episode was released, <laughs> um, fired their GM and coach and are in a better traje- trajectory these days, I would say, but the rest of mine were, f- were wrong. The next one was the closest because I think it'll be in- within the next couple of years, but I said lab grown meat would hit the market by the end of 22 from upside foods. Hmm. And they did, they got FDA approval, but they need USDA approval before they can actually sell it. And that's still in the works. So getting closer, but I was a little early. And then I said, AI would expand its reach and become more socialized. And I specifically said an explosion of news stories related to synthetic biology and the creation of new medicine via AI would happen. And I, I don't think that that happened because they did talk about it a little bit with like COVID vaccines, but not enough to like match what I was going for. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of yeah. I was a little, that was a little ambitious on my part. I don't know what I, I must've been reading a lot of science that week. Um, but then I said M- MLB would have a lengthy delay to begin their next season. They did have a lockout, but they only missed a week. So I felt that's a wrong. Um, and then a week for- is the length. Yeah, it's a length. I don't know. I was thinking like six months. So (laughs) I was thinking like wipe out the season. Um, But then my last one, which was, I think maybe the third time I tried this, uh, Donald Trump would spend Christmas 22 in a federal prison. He did not, um, or he has not to this point. So every year though, it does seem like, Oh, maybe this is the year. I guess in the next week it could happen. And then I have to go two for five, but I I don't know. Something tells me it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, all right. Enough of looking behind though. We got to look ahead to 2023 
Did you have any themes, B Pimp, that you were thinking about as you put together your list? Um, I will say I went a little, as you'll hear shortly when we start going through, I went a little, maybe you could argue ridiculous because I feel like I'm always thinking about how crazy the actual news that happens is. And I'm like, Hey, let's, let's get a little crazy. Maybe I can predict a wild one. Yeah. My list is not, I feel like it's not as interesting as it should be, but we'll see. I want to get some of these right. And not just ones that Maggie comes up with because she went over to England and murdered the queen. Uh, I said that out loud. That would be hilarious if it was like, yeah, I just really wanted to get, nail this one prediction I had. So I did. A... If she said it's, it's because you have over 200 listeners, they need to know I'm right. And I'm like, well, we actually don't have that. Right. <laughs> you convinced 53 people. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Without further ado, let's get into it. These are our top five predictions for the year 2023. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. All right, B Pimp, what's your number five prediction? Andy Kaufman will return from the dead, revealing a more than 35 year ruse. Whoa. You're coming out the gate hot. Yeah. I like it. I think it could happen. It could. It's, it's, I mean, if there's anyone that it's on brand for, it would be him. Yeah. 35 years is like a long time to commit to a bit, but it could be true. I think so. We never know. Uh, I like that one. Okay. My number five, I had a Mariners one this, uh, last year and I've got a Mariners one for this year, but I'm going the other way. Everybody's excited about the changes they've made and they had a pretty successful season last year. Get ready for a waterfall of disappointment. The Mariners will miss the playoffs. Oh, no. Yeah. I hate to say it, but uh, this is the prediction I'm making, and I think it's going to happen. Is it because you, you don't like the moves, or you just think that's, that's your prediction? It's just because it's my prediction. There's almost okay. behind it, but something tells me that they're just going to have an off year. I'm, the way I'm thinking about it is in 1995, the Mariners made the playoffs. And in 1997, they made the playoffs as well. 1996, they just had that, like, off the high of 1995, like a disappointing season. And I kind of expect, and again, I don't think this is a problem for, like, their long-term prospects, but I kind of expect that this year. Okay. That's fair. All right. What's your number four? My number four is Michael Jordan will announce he's running for president. He'll use the excuse that he has no choice because it's 2023. Ooh, so what's his political party? I don't know. I don't really know either. I mean, he's the one who said Republicans, uh, what's the quote? Republicans buy sneakers too, or Republicans also buy sneakers? Yeah, he did. But he's, I think, supported Democratic candidates before, but I still don't know. I would guess politically he's probably middle of the road. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. It's not completely impossible. It is is aligned well no it's not aligned but it's on the same theme as my number four okay which is joe biden will be the democratic nominee for president oh okay this was actually the opposite again of what i said last year so we'll see is it going to be michael jordan is it going to be joe biden i'm not really that excited i mean joe biden's done fine i'm not that excited for him to run again because he's just old yeah also realizing like who else is there 
I know there's not really a, I, I don't know. I don't know who else there is. That's the thing. I know it's like Kamala Harris cannot keep her energy for an entire debate, let alone. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't think that's an option. I'm not sure who else there is for the democratic party. The rock, the rock. Yeah. That I would vote for him. I'm hey, sure if he can buy the XFL, why can't he run the country? Exactly. What do you think is the platform Michael Jordan runs on? Um, I think it would be a much like his Hall of Fame induction speech. It would just be him listing off enemies and what he would do to them to crush them. I think that's his brand. <laughs> I think we have a lot of people with like suppressed rage in this country that would be on board with that. <laughs> I think he would. His running mate would be Byron Russell just so he could like shit on him. Yeah. He'd be like, Byron wanted me to do this speech different, but I'm not because I'm Michael yeah. Jordan and I made that shot. <laughs> and I did push off and I don't care because I'm Michael Jordan. I love it. Uh, all right. You're number three. Okay. You're going to give me some space here because I have a weekend Boy. update like um, diatribe I'm going to go on. Okay. Go for so, it. Okay, my number three prediction. It's weird in hindsight that I have this as number three because it's so crazy, but it is. Donald Trump will die. He'll be found pantsless with his head crispy and bloated sitting in a deep fryer at McDonald's. He broke in and security cam footage will reveal him crying and cursing a picture of Russian dictator Vladimir Putin. This is followed by an elaborate choreographed solo dance routine while waiting for his Big Mac to finish cooking. When he sees that the special sauce hasn't thawed, he descends into a grease laden death spiral. Wow. So all of these have to be true. Everything I said there has to be true for me. Okay. <laughs> because if it turns out he was like waiting for his quarter pounder, everything nope. else happens. Nope. But it's a quarter pounder instead of a Big Mac. We're saying this didn't happen. Correct. Inaccurate. Okay. Yeah. That's this is a multi-part prediction. Yeah. I mean, if it's a Whopper Burger King, like, Oh god! I'll be so upset if, it, yeah. if it's like, and I'm not even count if like if he's got a Big Mac, but then they see like he had a, also had a McChicken, and uh-huh. that was his order. I can't, I can't count it. So it, it had to be that it was clear that all he wanted was the Big Mac. Yeah, I don't think he eats McChickens. No. Yeah, he probably really liked the uh, McBLT when they give you the. Or no, what was the one? There was one sandwich where they would give you the cold ingredients of like a separate container. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was like the Arch Deluxe. Oh, weird. Yeah. I forgot about that whole thing. They were trying to make like more adult hamburgers. What a like stupid marketing ploy. Yeah. It's just a hamburger. Yeah, exactly. But I do think this will happen and all of that will happen. <laughs> It'll be great. I think it's funny that that's your number three. I got to know what number two and one are. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. My number three is a lot different. <laughs> it's more personal. But so Elena walked when she was about 13 months old after her first birthday. And for the most part, Malcolm has been doing things actually at about the same pace as Elena. Uh, he just started crawling actually today or yesterday, depending oh, on wow. which is right about the same time Elena did. It's actually a little bit earlier, but he sat up at the same time. He started clapping a little bit earlier. His teeth, he should have teeth coming in already, and he doesn't. So that's been a little later than Elena. But I'm going to say this. He starts walking before he turns a year old. Hey. 
So we'll see. I know. Yeah. So Elena was 13 months. I think I was something like 16 to 18 months. All the stories I heard was I was too fat to possibly walk <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> That's what I, yeah. I had like little, my legs looked like, like drums. Yeah. Like barrels. <laughs> I have a photo of my, it's like a professional photo of my brother. And I'm, I'm probably like a year old in the photo or maybe a little bit younger and he's holding me. And I'm like so fat as a baby <laughs> that my eyes don't even point in the same direction. They're just uh, like out. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I was a, a quite fat baby. Yeah, uh, here. As we compare photos between Elena and Malcolm, I think Elena is a little bit fatter as a baby, although actually weighs less, but I think she was, she was shorter, like more compact. So Malcolm is a little taller, a little thinner. I think that means he could probably walk a little bit faster. So that's, that's why I'm saying that he's going to walk before he's a year old. You got to walk before you can dunk. That's a, yep. thing. that's a fact. Ooh, I didn't tell you. I, I mean, I've got, you know, a month and a half left to get there, but, uh, I did play a little five on five basketball and I tried to dunk after and I couldn't do it. <sighs> no, I don't care. It doesn't matter until it gets to your birthday. No, I know. I know. But, but it was a wake up call. <laughs> I have got to get ready. You got the ankle weights out. Yeah. I, I need to get those shoes that they used to advertise in like basketball magazines that look like platforms or something. That I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, Oh, these, these must work so well. I yeah. wanted a pair so bad, but uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and get a pair of those. <laughs> They've got like big circular platforms, right? That's the shoot. Okay. I think the point is that they get you to walk on the balls of your feet, which is what you should do. I mean, like that's not wrong because that will strengthen your calf and your calf is your main jumping muscle. Yeah. But yeah, it's ridiculous. So we'll I see. Can't wait. Because I, can't I want to be able to, it. I want to be able to dunk till I'm 40. So I'm going to be turning 38. I've got to figure out a way to, uh, to get back there. I have faith. Thank you. Uh, I, I hopefully will not. What's the word I'm looking for? Spit in the eye of your faith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spit definitely not face. the term I was looking for. <laughs> <That> old chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right. What is your number two? My number two is there will be a whiskey sessions TV show and it will be a 10 minute adult swim show that airs at 3 a.m. on Sunday mornings. That would be fantastic. Yep. Let's get it done. What, uh, how do you think the show would go? Would it be like really quick cuts, like a lot of adult swim shows, or is it just like solid, strong 10 minutes? I actually had an idea, which was that they would, um, we would pitch, a show that mirrors the origin of the podcast, which is basically give us a bottle of whiskey and a pizza. Let us drink for a while, then record like our drunken conversation for a couple hours. And then the, with the adult swim show is literally just like an animated section of that conversation where they just make it crazy. And that's the show. I love that idea. What do you think about this though? And, and actually I've seen this before and I think it's possible but what if the show is live? It actually is at 3 a.m. So we are like hammered. Oh, yeah. And then they find a way to kind of 
animate it in the background like i've seen it before where they they're able to animate like mouth movements based on like live speaking mm -hmm. i think this, be. this is a good idea they have the they have the uh cap technical capabilities to do this i know that so oh, yeah we're just right, gonna get in front of the right people if you're listening this is your bit next big show it is we're gonna if you're looking if your target demographic is whiskey drunks that are up at that time we got you covered <laughs> yeah i mean that's part of their target demographic yeah i think it's more whiskey drunk slash like very high right so i don't know i think i'm covered yeah all right my number two is kind of a boring one i don't know why i put this on my list but the economy will dip but not as much as everyone fears. And here's my two barometers for this, for how I know this will happen. The Dow, uh, the Dow Jones will not dip below 28,000 and unemployment will not go above 6%. Hmm. So very easy to check on if this happens or not. Yeah. And I feel like you've been good at these, right? Haven't you been? I, I got an economy one right once, I think a couple of years ago. Okay. So we'll see. All right, we are down to it. Your number one. Yeah, my number one is not quite as morbid as my number three, but on the same lines. Uh, Twitter will fall, leading to criminal investigations into Elon Musk, which will uncover unprecedented corruption and depravity. I love this one. He's such a shit. I mean, we got rid of our Whiskey Sessions Twitter. I got rid of my own Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. I think after his tweet was something like, he wanted to prosecute Fauci. Yeah. Christ. I know. I think what sucks about Elon Musk the most is how desperately unfunny he is. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> There's no redeeming quality. Like sometimes you like Donald Trump has Donald Trump is a train wreck, but I'm like, sometimes he does stuff that despite how much I loathe him, I'm like cracking up because i'm like this dude is nuts like yeah. his his video unveiling his nfts mm -hmm. right that's insane oh, oh you gotta watch that, that. Oh, okay he showed it to me oh my god i was like i can't help it like this is great <laughs> but elon musk is just sad and unfunny yeah and rich um so i i don't know i whether or not that one happens i'm rooting for it yeah and that's i think that's you want a couple of predictions like that yeah i just think i i think he's he, the th he doesn't understand what made twitter like a place people wanted to go so he's never going to be able to keep it going it's just too fucked up yeah also he claims it's like such a center of free speech but it's clear like anybody who criticized him gets like yeah or their account deleted. I don't know why, but like the last couple of months I was on Twitter before I got rid of it. I don't follow Elon Musk, but his tweets are always in my timeline. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is like a totally. A vanity project. Yeah. I don't. Right. This. Okay. My number one is different and I don't know why this will happen. And I'll, I'll be, I think Maggie will be more disappointed if this happens than I will be, but I think it's going to happen. And I hate to say it. Tom Hanks will be canceled. Ooh, okay. I, I don't know what the event's going to be. I won't take my prediction that far, 
but he's getting canceled. What are the things that can get you canceled? It's basically it has to be racism or some kind of sexual. Yeah, something I, I, I think it would probably be the latter. Something where he just the sexual. Yeah, dalliance on his wife. Yeah. Um, while shouting racist things. I don't know. It'll be something, though. Right. That's like rare errors reserved for like Mel Gibson. Like people that just do things that you're like, what? What is going on? He'll like side with Kanye West. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it'll be something bad. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, Tom. Oh, that would be a bummer. Yeah. Uh, did you have any honorable mentions? I don't think I did. Let me jump. No, I do not. Yeah, I didn't really either. I Well, actually, okay, kind of two. But one of them I realized I actually had a couple of years ago, and it didn't come true. And I was like, oh, this is unoriginal. I already thought this one. And I thought a uh, big earthquake would come in the Bay Area. Not, like, huge, but over 5.0 on the Richter scale. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, I saw one story about this, so I thought it might be true. Although this would be, I think, kind of disappointing. But my other prediction was going to be that Aaron Taylor Johnson would be announced as the next James Bond. Oh, okay. That would be interesting. Invested. Hmm. He's the, the, that's the dude from Kick-Ass, right? Yeah. Okay. I think of him more as the guy from the 2014 Godzilla movie. Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. Totally. And fair. he's married to he's married to a director who's like 20 years older than him. I think. I think you're right. Yeah, I forget. Yeah. Is it the is it the woman who did Hurt Locker? Or am I just like confusing people? Yeah, I think that's right. No, that's Catherine Brigelow. She she was married to James Cameron. Oh, I think it's her. Well, that's a power couple. Yeah. Are you gonna see Avatar? Nah. Yeah, me neither. I don't care. Um, I saw the first one, and it was like fine. But I remember kind of liking the the visual part of it. But I just was like, I like what is the point of this? It's kind of I'm left with. Yeah, the story wasn't that interesting. Right. I, I guess I remember thinking the movie was pretty good, but I've had no desire to see it since. I haven't seen it since. I did see no. it. No. Yeah, that's how I feel about it, too. I'm not even sure what a sequel to that movie would be. I kind of don't really remember how it ended, but it didn't strike me as being like setting up for a sequel. No. I think he just um, was like, yeah, I'm going to make like six of these and it's going to take 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> I saw an article from the onion, um, that said, I wish the avatars were yellow <laughs> or from uh, James Cameron. <laughs> and that was the whole thing. He said, he can't stand the movies cause they're not yellow. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, folks at home, if you have predictions for the upcoming year that uh, you think, well, I don't want to say forgot about, but you want to add to the list, go ahead and hit us up on our email. It's whiskey sessions, music at gmail.com. We'll read those predictions on a future episode, uh, but we got to get to your emails for this episode. So without further ado, these are your emails. You sent us emails to read emails and now we'll read them. Uh, all right. B-Pamp, what we got in the old email inbox? Dear Whiskey Sessions, with another year in the books, what is your favorite whiskey of 2022? Ooh. That's a tough question. 
What do you think? I have no idea. I'd have to like review the whiskeys I even drank this year. I think one comes to mind for me, or actually a couple do. One is the one Lisa brought me from uh, her trip when she was in Dublin. Mm. The one I reviewed recently, the um, it's like an Irish whiskey that was finished in, in Japanese scotch barrels, which was really amazing. Um, and then also, I really liked um, Pollyanna's first whiskey. Yeah. So you are there's, there's big, some good ones. You're a big Pollyanna advocate. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, that one, I don't know. I mean, the last Japanese whiskey I had was pretty good. Whew. I can't remember if I had these in 2022 or not, but I I was actually pleasantly surprised for the most part by the Costco brand whiskeys. Oh yeah. And I mean they're really like obviously a great value. Uh, and I don't always drink them neat or on the rocks or anything. I usually mix them, but they're great for that. I, I agree with that. All right. I've got an email that says, Hey, all the worst invention or great worst invention list, but the worst invention of all time is the truck, not the car. And this is from Carl in Manteca, California. Oh, okay. Gotta agree. Carl trucks <laughs> instead of cars. What about, okay, so then can somebody else write in and say tanks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, so, then, and then somebody's going to, and then the next one will be like, you know, I will ship. <laughs> so stupid how like large trucks can get now where like a pickup truck yeah. will be almost like above your head height, which is obviously like dangerous for children, like crossing the street. Cause you're I like, just, line of sight. Yeah. And, and the other thing for me is like, I don't want to judge. I mean, I guess if, if they're available and some people like them, I just, I'm wondering like if you get one of these giant, like insanely huge pickup trucks that can haul like a ton, what are you, are you using it for anything? Or is it just like, I want this giant truck. Like I, I would love to see a percentage of people who use pickup trucks for what anyone would actually need a pickup truck for. It feels like right. it's such a low amount. Yeah, that's what I don't get. Yeah. Um, all right. Again, if you have an email for us, hit us up. Whiskey sessions, music at gmail.com. That's where you got to hit us up. You can't see us on Twitter anymore. We got rid of that shit. We're gone. Yeah. So email us and we'll read it on a future episode. But that does it for our big predictions episode for 2023 bpm predictions aside what is what's the thing you're looking most forward to in 2023 um just watching the security cam footage of my donald trump prediction when it comes true and just basking in the glory and then the whole episode after that when we dedicate it to just how how weird it is that i was able to predict it so accurately yeah i just like if it's chicken mcnuggets like i it'll be so far (laughs) yeah yeah. All right. Until next time, this is Amets saying peace out. And B Pimp saying avoid the fryer. Avoid it. <laughs> <laughs>